Hi friends, Naria here. And what are we gonna talk about today? We're gonna talk about meal plans. This is one of the super popular topics. I get a lot of questions on this and we're gonna have a special guest. So make sure to tune in. Hey friends, here is our guest. This is Bumbles. I call her Mimi's because that's just a random short nickname I made for her. But we're gonna bribe her for a few minutes so we can just keep her happy with some lettuce. So she loves this. This is gonna be your snackies while we start this podcast. So today, as mentioned, we're gonna talk a little bit about meal plans and specifically why meal plans are not a sustainable way for weight loss, right? Some meal plans may be appropriate um, depending on certain conditions, situations, it's totally fine. But if we're working just on weight loss, sustainable weight loss, overall wellness, meal plans will probably not be the answer. So let's get into it today. For those who, of you who are new, my name is Naria. I'm a registered dietitian. My specialty is gut health and weight management. So meal plans. Meal plans in general, they can be such an amazing tool for weight loss. Why? Because they tell you exactly what to do. They tell you what to eat, how much to eat. Um, usually your coach will do the macros for you. So your amount of protein, your amount of carbs, your amount of fats, it is done for you. So can you lose weight? Of course. Well, you most likely for following it. Um, but what are the limitations to this? And think about it before we continue. And while Mimi's here is, is snacking on her little goodies, think about what could be limiting factors. So if you've tried meal plans before, think about when the holidays came. Think about when your birthday came. Think about when vacations came. Even think about times that you went out to eat with your friends. How was that experience for you? Once in a while, it's probably not a big deal, but for most of us, it can really impact our relationship with food, our relationship with our family, and it can really impact and negatively impact the way we feel about eating out with our, with our friends and families. We may even cancel. That's what I hear a lot from the individuals, that they just cancel a lot of activities. Or when they go out, they just maybe get something like water or something basic. And remember, friends, we only live once, and we don't want to be stuck drinking water while everyone's having a ball, right? So that's one of the limitations of meal plans. And I think Mimi here could agree. If you see her little eyes, look how cute they are, right? So that's one of the limitations. So yes, can they work? Of course, they, they sure can. But if you're working on this long-term, if you're looking for a long-term solution, something that's sustainable, meal plans will most likely not be the answer. Right, Mimi's? She agrees. Now, talking about meal plans and how they can be something that's not sustainable, one of the things, and listen, I say this because I've tried it before and I've worked with so many people and again, like thousands at this point. One of the things I hear frequently is that it's very difficult to follow a meal plan because you go to the grocery store, they don't have the products, so then you have to go to a different grocery store, then they don't have the products, and then now you're pissed, you're mad, and you're like, forget about it. And again, most of us can deal with those annoying uh, and difficult situations for a few weeks, a few months even, maybe five, six months, but eventually we're going to get tired of it, right? And let's say we get sick and that's maybe what starts it off. But sooner or later, we get to a point that we just get really tired of it, especially if we're busy, if we're working, if we have family, if we have workout routines, we're going to get annoyed of having to go to 30 grocery stores. Now, can you make it easier by online grocery shopping? Yeah, sure, of course. And if meal prepping, meal prepping is for you and you found an easy way, then good. The best diet anyone can stick to is the one that you're willing to stick to, not the one that some random dietitian wants you to do. It's the one that you feel is sustainable for you. 
And again, for me working for so many people, meal plans are just not the solution. So you go to these grocery stores, and I remember, for example, when I was following this maybe about 15 years ago, I would go and certain products would be super expensive. So let's say you needed garlic powder, specifically garlic powder, not garlic salt. Um, and this product was maybe, let's say, $10, $15. I'm like, oh my gosh, is the flavor even worth it? So what I would end up doing is sometimes buying these flavor products or flavoring ingredients and then just have like, let's say, just chicken without some of these flavorings because um, let's say a broke college student can't really afford it. So then it just started to get annoying at that point. So then I started to make foods with little or no flavoring and then that was just not fun at all. Or if I hired someone to do it, it was just too expensive. So that's one of the limitations. It can get very expensive. It can get very tedious to follow these things. And let's say, um, talk about education. What do they teach you? Like I tell my clients, this is more of a putting a Band-Aid on an ulcer, right? Putting a Band-Aid, making it look pretty, making it look pretty. When you have a deep ulcer and it needs to be addressed and meal plans may not be it. You need to learn how to do a meal plan on your own. That's what I love to teach. I love to help te teach people to create sustainable habits. I want them to learn how to do it. So that way they don't ever have to rely on another dietitian or another nutritionist ever again. It's something that they can do on their own. And it's fun. You can do it in a way that includes fla flavors that you love, flavors that your family loves. And that's something that can be fun. One of the first meal plans I actually ever tried did not include one of my favorite foods, which is Mexican food. Growing up, I grew up on Mexican food. And when I saw this meal plan, I'm like, where are the tortillas? Like, where are the beans? Where's the rice? This is a joke. Like, oh, okay, this isn't fun. And the person was just like, this is a meal plan. This is if you want to lose your lose weight, this is going to be the answer. So either you do it or you don't do it. I'm like, okay, that's a little strict, but... I want to lose the weight, so I'm going to follow it. So it wasn't fun not having my favorite foods for the longest time. Did I lose weight? Yeah, I did. Um, was I happy in life? I <laughs> was not happy in life. It, one of the biggest things with sustainable weight loss is you have to keep your favorite foods. If you start limiting food that you love for just for weight loss, trust me, guys, it's you're not going to be a happy person. Your partner is going to get annoyed. Your coworkers are going to get annoyed. You're going to get annoyed. Because it's just, again, food, it just brings us together. Think about like family gatherings, Christmas, um, any holidays, birthdays, vacations, so forth. All the families come together and what do we bring? We bring food. Mm -hmm. That's just what we do. Because food brings us together. So if you're not having this, it can really change your quality of life. And again, guys, we're going to go back to, hey, we, we only live once. Do we want to just have bland, boring chicken breast forever? I'm going to give it a new. You see, weight loss, weight management, health does not have to be boring. I'm not sure who invented this world, but I'm pretty upset with them. <laughs> not gonna lie. I have been practicing what I do now for so long that I can tell you losing weight, being healthy, having a healthy relationship with food can include any food. It can include one of my faves, crumble cookies, and it, it can include um, carne soda fries because that's something that's really popular here in San Diego. Love carne soda fries. It can include any food. Meal plans don't do that. They're, again, very limiting. They don't consider um, your type of favorite foods, your your favorite spices. They don't consider, sorry, I'm covering Mimi's cuteness, her eyes. That's her purpose, to be cute. Um, they don't consider those things. And because of that, they're very limiting. 
So if you're thinking, should I start a meal plan? You can, but think about, is it gonna include your favorite foods? Is it gonna um, consider holidays, Christmases and so forth? Usually it doesn't. And again, that's one of the massive, massive reasons it, it can be so limiting. Right, Mimi's? Yeah, we can't limit her either. I mean, she loves these veggies, as you can see, she's almost done. She's gonna get mad if I take these away. Um, but she likes her variety too. Now, let's think about something that can happen if we're getting, if we're too restricted. Now, again, usually we can, we can kind of withstand or endure some of the restrictions for some time, maybe some weeks, some months. Um, but what happens when these restrictions are just for a long, long time? And then you start to say, like, for me, like, I love crumble cookies. What would happen if someone took crumble cookies for me? I can do it for a while. Yeah, I can do it. Uh, but then, for, let's say I go into a clinic or I come home and someone has a chocolate chip crumble cookie and forget it, they have a glass of milk, that's it. That's all I need to see. Forget about it. Everything else is done. I'm having 10 crumble cookies, 15 glasses of milk, and that's just going to be it. Yes, mm -hmm. overeating those foods. It's very important that you... That situation is avoided as much as possible. You want to learn how to include all foods in a healthy lifestyle because if not that over overindulgement can occur and most likely will occur you want to learn how to think about like nice and easy i like to start everyone with the 80 20 rule which i know everyone has heard about so 80 percent of the time just follow your your healthy lifestyle and 20 percent of the time um how those mimi's likes to hide so she's just gonna hide in my armpit for a little bit ignore her um you can include those other foods what that means is that, that that does not mean that oh the weekend is coming let's let's go full force pizza crumble cookies go no it means that oh look she wants to hide it means that during the week and weekend you want to incorporate these foods you want to learn how to be okay having a crumble cookie maybe on a wednesday when you usually have it on the weekends or you want to be okay with having pizza here and there mixing it up throughout the week and weekend so that way when your cheat day comes or that type of mentality it's not really a cheat day it's just a regular saturday it's just a regular sunday it's just a regular monday it's just a day include all of your foods that you enjoy throughout the week make sure the majority of the time of course you're limiting those refined products you're having more more fiber more protein hydrating that's going to be important for really learning how to incorporate all of your foods into a healthy lifestyle that's really the key for sustainability including all your foods because if not that indulgement is going to happen most likely i would say like maybe 99 percent of chance is very high so you really want to avoid it again are you losing weight today are you losing weight for just this summer or do you want to lose weight for the rest of your life ask yourself that and if you are if you want to lose the weight for the rest of your life think is this new habit sustainable if it's not, go back to the drawing board, which is totally fine. So what's the solution here, friends? Mimi's, your turn, your turn to talk. Oh, she's too busy eating it. I gotta get some more lettuce because this girl, forget about it. Um, so what's the solution? The solution is to create sustainable changes. Like I just mentioned, when you're creating your goals, think about, can I do this for the next 10, 20 years plus? The answer is no, go back to the drawing board, which again, it's totally fine, it's totally fine. You do not want to make too many changes all at once. One of the biggest things I see with people is that they make too many changes all at once 
then it just it's it's very overwhelming think one goal at a time once you perfect that one goal add goal number two you really want to avoid going from step one to step 20 like you need to go to step two three four five six blah 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 to make sure that the weight does not come back to make sure that you really heal your relationship with food it takes time think about it the habits that we have now did they just develop overnight maybe did they it took years for them to develop so you can't expect for those new habits to just happen overnight they're going to take time being patient and being consistent is going to be the biggest things here if you have those if you're able to be consistent and you can and you're able to be patient with the process you will get there my most successful clients have been the ones that were the most patient and were the most consistent for those individuals that wanted to see results in month one, month two, month three, honestly, I can't even sign them up on my program because I know that the risk is going to be a lot higher. I know that they're not going to be patient. I know it's not going to be a win-win or a symbiotic relationship. I need to know that you are going to get the most out of my program. And for that, we're going to need time. We're going to need time. So what can you do today? Let's review just a few things that you can start today. Step number one, um, learn about the food, food groups. Learn about them good. Don't just say, oh, well, there's fruits, vegetables, and so forth. Yes, of course, we can all go to Google. We can all check that out. But really learn about the food groups. Learn how, why is protein so important? Why do you always hear dietitians, even different content creators, why do you always hear us talking about protein? What's up with carbs? What is carbs? Where can I find carbs? How much carbs should I have? Should I have, um, or learn the difference about refined versus um, not so refined carbohydrates? What about fats? Um, what's healthy fats? What's not healthy fats? Why is it healthy? Why is it not? Learn the basics of nutrition. Take the time to build a solid foundation. Um, number two, hydrate. Are you hydrating? How much water are you drinking a day? Mimi's, Mimi's always drinking water. I can tell you that. We have to refill her water so much that maybe we should start putting timers. But those are some things that you can start with today. Those are nice and easy things, friends. Make sure that you're consistent. Make sure that you're that they're sustainable. Any questions, make sure to let me know. I'm always here to help. So what can we do, friends? We can subscribe for more information. So make sure to click subscribe. Any questions, you can definitely send me an email, narialamir um, at gmail.com. Make sure to check out my website if you have any questions, narialamir.com. Now, in behalf of Mimi. And my son, Josiah, we want to say have a great day and we'll see you on the next podcast. Bye, friends.